Hey girlies, it's our six month anniversary. Wow, time flies when you're busy potting and shit posting. And talking to you guys in Geneva, making memes, making product, making merch, reading ad reads. Seeing girl bosses per usual. Yeah, welcome to today's episode. Emma and I decided to spice things up and to reminisce on how far we've come. Take a silly little trip down memory lane. We realized a lot of the Geneva girlies were not voice memo girlies. This might be, you're like, what's voice memo? Yeah, what? So... We did a little bit of an intro, I think, in some of the pods about, like, how did we come to start the pod? I don't even know how we landed on, like, podcast being the platform that we are just going to exist on. Yeah. Okay, short story for us before we'll get into this analysis. We were walking around on Thanksgiving as two girls with eating disorders in the past would spiraling about going to some big group thing, our lack of friend group, and we were both going to go eat our potatoes alone that evening. Walking, walking, walking. Really don't know how we get set in the podcast. And then that night, I remember I called you through the Anchor app and we did a trailer. And it was like five minutes long. And I remember our voices were so awkward. Um, it was like, hi, Emma. Oh my God, are you ready to podcast? And we had no idea even what the podcast was going to be about. Yeah. We were just rambling. And we had a little image that Emma designed and it was called the Voice Memo Podcast. And, and the, we, whole, the, whole, the whole meaning behind the name is because like Kate and I send each other voice memos back and forth to each other Truly all the time, especially when we're just, like, angry, walking down the streets, or just, like... Dating recap, like, Whole Foods didn't have my sardines today, I'm pissed off. But we so I don't know why we 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 had a vision somewhat I would say of we, we were wa- like we wanted we wanted to be like about culture stuff and we're like dating. two Midwest girls yeah I mean we were in college at the time and I think that was also like a lack of community because we're like taking our fucking Zoom classes everyone that we followed on Instagram like we weren't seeing in real life mm-hmm. and we wanted to I think yeah like have our conversation just like public. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then I remember I called you the first time and we had like, a, we took two like selfies and sent them back to each other. And we kept saying like, we're in the studio, we're in the studio. We also made a manic list of like 70 episodes we wanted. Oh yeah, we literally had everything planned out until literally March of this year. Yeah. And we had um, episodes that were like, we want to interview a man and raid their pantry and like p- talk about how bad it is. I feel like we could still do that. Yeah, we could honestly. We had some that were like... Oh, fuck. What were the other ones? Like, we wanted to go to restaurants. Yeah, or we, we were really going to go to, like, Hawthorne Valley to go hang you out with You had field trips. We yeah. wanted to go visit Bob's Red Mill, which is in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Like, Austin, what money? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but we were like, we're going to do that. Um, had a lot of interviews. Oh, my God. On New Year's, we were going to do an episode called We Did Ayahuasca in Iowa City. <laughs> yeah, because you and our friend Ricky were going to, like, drive up to... Iowa to hang out with me at like our farmhouse and, then, and yeah, that, didn't that just didn't happen oh my god that episode list was funny we used some of them I think um like the gut microbiome one the burpees the fuck burpees one is in that we actually made yeah um so yeah that was our trajectory in the beginning and then we started making like little pod episode descriptions Emma did and we'd post them on our Instagram share when did we make the meme page? I mean, we could pull up and look at the date, but honestly, our meme page, you can't even scroll to the bottom. There's too many. <laughs> I feel like, was this before we, no, this was at, this was before we pivoted to SEMA, or what the fuck is SEMA? Yeah, we had voice memo girl memes. I remember. Was, did we start making them after we did like the wellness is fucked episode? No. Or? We had dating app messages in the memes. Right. Bitch. The first meme was literally like supplement girls, astrology girls. And then one of them was like, what if we kiss inside the supplement section or something? Yes. 
I don't know when we started that. <laughs> I don't know either. And it was voice memo girls. And I remember for a while we weren't putting like a trademark, like the at symbol or like our names on them. And then it's like, oh my God, what if someone steals our memes? I mean, now we had like 40 followers, not 40. We had like 300 in the first day, I want to say. Something like that. Something like that. Um, and then started podcasting and <laughs> we were podcasting twice a week. Yeah. We're literally like retired we, now. <laughs> we were podcasting on Sundays and Wednesdays. I While we were in college yeah, graduating. I don't know how we had time to like do research between those two days. Yeah. And we... And girls, we were literally reading like medical journals. Yeah. That was mental of us. Um, also, it was so bad. The audio. Yeah. I remember we, we got... were always calling each other in. We had so many bad reviews because it was like, Kate's talking over Emma and this audio like volumes are different. And it was like, yeah, because we're working through some janky app like calling ourselves in. <laughs> Emma lives far away from me and then one time we met and then we're like let's just do this now it'll be like a fun time to get together and podcast um we did one about supplements we did the dating app one which like fucking did numbers and I'm like guys this is not important this is not us it is us but it's not the point yeah like this isn't the reason why we're like this is an original this should not men plenty you should not be talking to you guys on you guys should not be listening to two girls talk about their dating lives yeah this has happened it's not new um and then we did the wellness is fucked one and then we were like oh maybe that one just got shared a lot yeah so I think that kind of helped us pinpoint Oh, like we have listeners. Yeah, I truly thought we were yeah, like, no, talking too. out like into the ether. Like there was no one. Like I didn't even really know if anyone was listening to us. Just like these fake imaginary people. numbers on yeah. anchor. Yeah, because we get we post the podcast. We get like statistics about where you guys all live, your age, your demographic. If you listen through Spotify, it gets your like user data, and then it gets how many listens we have. Like different things I can tap into, whatever. Um, and yeah, it was like I'm like, who the fuck are these like ghosts? Like thousands of people listening to these episodes it was, i literally was like i'm pretty sure it's just like my cousin i know and there was always like a few over 65 that were men and i'm like that must be my dad listening yeah. to the podcast like who the fuck are these people and then we noticed it was like people in international places yeah. as well and i'm like who the fuck how how'd you learn how'd, how'd you, you learn? find because the meme page had like under a thousand followers yeah. it wasn't like you were gonna get through the meme page there and like i i truly like kate and i have grown truly like so organically like we have never bought a follower we know like we just like put stuff onto our instagram like whatever yeah. stories but truly it has just grown naturally and so it must have, it's obviously just been from like word of mouth and yeah. shit like i know Lexi lombard shared one of our like podcasts on her yeah. one of her vlogs and maybe that might have helped some but... of the memes have done well when like yeah. the power food i always say power users like the blue mm-hmm. checks on instagram the mm-hmm. food people share their instagrams like the girl who made granola butter ali bonar or bonner i don't know how to say her name she shares our memes from time yeah, to Manish time bacon does too yeah oh my gosh she shares the sex does memes which is funny um but then we made the wellness is fucked one and then we were like we had a long conversation of voice memos back and forth because we were like, we can't change the name. We already made a name. We can't change the name. Like, we have to change everything then. And I was like, fuck, all the memes are not this. We ha- we had an email that was voice memo girls at Gmail received the inbox is zero. We haven't used it ever. <laughs> um, we had, like, all of our episodes, you know, were voice memo. In the Apple store, it was voice memos. Well, we already ranked the Apple podcast store. And I was like, well, what are we going to call it? Like, wellness podcast? Like, yeah, that's we so really boring. took a long time to think. And then we just kept on going back to what the fuck is CMOS. Yeah, because I noticed I look, clicked back into it and I said it in the second episode when we were talking about supplements obviously because that was the supplement episode and we were like this is too long of a like a title it's not going to have SEO like CMOS is a trendy thing and this podcast is not even about CMOS and people are going to be confused but then we're like well what does the words moon and juice mean together like n- none of the not brands you know sense, yeah. parade underwear what's what's a parade emma and i have done this a lot because we're like creating a product of thinking of brand names and once you think about like every single brand you've touched 
Like, Glossier's a made-up name. Like, Gwen's just made it because, like, Google... (laughs) And Facebook. She's like, those are two successful businesses. And they both have O's. And my initials are G and P. And I'm like, damn. (laughs) Fucking idiot girl boss over there. (laughs) But, yeah, like, Buffy mattresses. What is... Every brand you've touched, it, like, doesn't really make sense. So we got behind what the fuck is CMOS. We're like, let's just do it. I'll change everything in Apple. It'll take a day to, like, update in Spotify. Let's just make new logos, new everything. And then we were like, oh my god, everyone posts... Or no, we got a few th- questions about transcription because accessibility-wise, if people wanted to like li- read the podcast mm-hmm. if they are not able to hear. And I'm very akin to that of a brother who's hard of hearing. And I was like, well, we don't actually have time to do transcription because we're both graduating college. Yeah. And we're like, maybe we make like infographics to build our presence on Instagram. Yeah, and we kind of wanted to have like a more like serious presence. And then this was like, so we created CMOS Life, which was like this other Instagram. If you follow that, <laughs> You're wow. a soldier. <laughs> yeah. um, kudos to you. And we were like, this is going to be like our community and like educational platform. This was all before Geneva. And Kate, like literally Kate and I planned out how like. Oh my God. The, the layout took was me gonna forever. Look, like how the feed was going to look. We the would, colors. Yeah, Kate would practice making it like on this other app. Yeah. And it would like automatically would, like, like upload. upload. And then I would spend like probably 20, hours. Like, 24 hours making these beautiful infographics yeah. to correlate with the podcast like whatever we talked yeah. about like the gut microbiome we told you how to read a pu- probiotic supplement yeah and I then i really thought that this page was gonna do a lot better than it really did me too and it's interesting because i think we're we've like this episode's very reflective and we've been doing this a lot recently mm-hmm. of like we've been talking a lot in our personal conversations we'll get you guys into like thinking about growth some of the growth is going to be of luck and it's like unintended growth and then some growth just happens and i think the meme page was like something that just happened yeah and i remember emma and i would text because we got very frustrated because people would dm us on the meme page and say what is the best magnesium to take like when we posted a meme about magnesium Mm -hmm. or if we posted something about the gut microbiome people would ask questions about like what's the best probiotic and i was like one do you listen to the podcast two we did all these beautiful infographics and spent hours on them. Why is this page not fucking blowing up? And then we made the rationality or the rationalization that people have short attention spans and means get the point across faster. As much as I, with my own personal Instagram, have dealt with the whole infographic thing. Like, I was producing them. It was fine. That's how I gained a lot of my followers because they were spread over the summer. There's limits to infographics and, like, everyone is infographic to death. I was actually talking in a job interview about this that, like, no one wants to see an infographic anymore. It's, like, virtue signaling. Everyone on your Instagram probably agrees with you. It's not breaking any boundaries. Like, we think it is. It's not activism. So we ended up making that. That kind of just kind of became died. Yeah. I remember Emma and I were just calling each other on, like, a on a Sunday night. We had to produce them. And we are just like, there's no. Just don't do it for a week and we'll just see if anyone notices. And, like. No one noticed. No one noticed. And the memes kept popping off. Yeah. So then we became meme lords. And that was about, I remember I was home for Christmas break, which is when we were doing all like the, the kind yeah, of like mood board stuff. We literally came up with the idea to start the CMOS life Instagram. And then literally the day after we had it up and running. Y'all do not want to see our Google Drive. We have like hundreds of documents. Yeah. And I think everyone like looks at our meme page on the outside. And it's like, oh, it's just two dumb bitches. Like granted, some of the memes are very unstrategic and like we just post whatever we think is funny for that day. Trust me, it's, it's but, exhausting to turn out three memes a day. <laughs> but I'm the other stuff I think that goes into the podcast yeah. is not really seen. Yeah. Whether it be like Emma and I coordinating what we are going to focus on for the podcast, research, angle, like what do we want to add? Because we're not medical professionals. I think in the beginning we wanted to make things like these vague notions of like accessibility, but realizing like we're also not experts and yeah. we can't brand ourselves as experts. Yeah. That doesn't feel authentic. I think, like, the language and how we like bring up and talk about these topics it's definitely can be like very polarizing and people can definitely get uncomfortable with like some of the topics that we bring up because obviously we talk about very triggering things so like trying to navigate that space and make sure that we like 
you know, I think also with like cancel culture, not that I think Kate and I will ever get canceled, <laughs> no. but I think it's just like, you know, I always feel like we're walking on eggshells. Yeah. Especially with eating disorder stuff and especially with anything related to wellness. Yeah. Cause like granted we're just two white girls. Yeah. And we said that in the last episode, mm-hmm. but I think more of the line of just, I think about sound clips like out of um, context maybe mm-hmm. that you would hear from the podcast. But at the, at the same time, I feel like more of the cancellation shit happens through video yeah. because like who's going to do a screen recording of our audio and like send it. No. We're literally not that big. It is really funny though, as we've grown, I have seen just like more, you know, you get more hate as you do better. I take it, whatever. I'm happy to have haters, honestly. Um, it's good feedback. And it's interesting because some people really think like we have the keys to the castle. I'm like, y'all, we are very unemployed podcasters. I mean, like, unemployed, like, this is not... We do not have a salary off of podcasting. No. Like, go attack the Joe Rogan. Not even attack... He literally, like, sends me my $25 CMOS bucks, like, once a month. Yeah, we, like, full disclosure, we get, like, $100 from Anchor every three weeks. Like, we are doing this because we want to do this mm-hmm. and we enjoy talking to you all. But it's not, like, some big, like podcasting new investment banking like that so you get the fucking coin it's not that and i think also people think like probably in new york like you guys must be making so much to live here and it's like no there's other this is not the stream of income behind the pod but so we, we kind of stopped doing cmos life and we focus more on the memes i don't really know number wise where we were at certain points in the podcast then i was like hey we should try to make money off the podcast and from like various influencer things i did i kind of made a list of like Brands that I have a uh, connect to really well that I could maybe like DM being like, hey, would you guys ever sponsor a podcast? But I started to notice that most podcasts, especially in wellness, are not sponsored. If so, it's by like Thrive Market or mm-hmm. Athletic Greens. Not really the brands Emma and I would want to work with. Like the small brands have never done a podcast. That was most of the feedback I got from brands. Like, hi, we've never done a podcast. We don't know how to negotiate rates. We don't even know like how to read your analytics you're presenting to me. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But it was just a lot of cold emails. You guys know that we've had a few sponsors along the way. And that's been like, you know, nice little like money for us to get cashew butter. It's mm-hmm. literally not covering rent even no. close to no. that. Um And so that's been, like, one step of the way where I think we've started to, like, distinguish ourselves in a sense of, like, we're really building this from fucking nothing. Um, And, like, maybe it looks like more, maybe it looks like less. We're just two shit posters. I don't really know. I'm also realizing this is the introduction. This is the introduction. (laughs) We just just riff for 50 minutes straight. Maybe we should um, drink some water. Yeah, drink some water. Maybe drink some tea. Have some. Let's run a magnesium. We're gonna scroll through the episodes and we're gonna comment on the ones yeah. that we've yeah. done as like a visceral reaction uh-huh. because the, some of them we're like never gonna listen to again. But yeah, you know, peace and love, girlies. You know, Emma and I can't shut up about starting your day with the perfect oatmeal toppings. And you're probably thinking, what could be better than securing a bag of maca powder or matching with a boy who actually knows what adaptogens are? Um, hello, a large and juicy medjool date. That's why we're so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Julie's. Julie's is a pantry staple for all the wellness gods. Their hand-picked medjool dates from Coachella Valley, California, are certified USDA organic, naturally vegan, and free of all allergens. There is no better way to snack on Jolie's than with your favorite nut butter or on a bowl of oats. And Jolie's even has a date syrup to drizzle on a stack of pancakes. So if you want to taste some Jolie's for yourself, definitely use code CMOSGIRLIES for 15% off your first order. Now back to the show. So CMOS girlies, let's talk about hormones. Let's talk about periods. Let's talk about mood swings. We've been crushing on Phasey. 
They make functional food for better periods and their stuff is made to support your cycle all month long. Once upon a time, the world taught us to feel bad about our periods and Basie's here to undo that. Their ingredients are organic and packed with nutrients to reduce mood swings, cramps, and headaches. You name it. They literally make a product called Period Chocolate. It's like a fancy organic raw chocolate truffle with CBD inside. I mean, they also make seed cycling super easy. I've been wanting to try their new Neato Instant Mood Milks. They're like Nesquik, but for hormones, sweetened with maple sugar. We've been crushing on their IG for a while, and we're so glad that we're friends. Menstrual, follicular, ovulatory, luteal. Which phase are you? Visit phasey.co backslash CMOS to get 15% off your order. Now back to the pod. Okay, we are back. We got some water. I have some tea in my body almost. I'm letting it cool. We're gonna dr- we're gonna drink. We're gonna drink our podcast episodes. We're gonna scroll through memory lane and see what the hell we were podcasting about. So we did an introduction. That's cute. Um we, we can maybe for Lena Lady. If you don't know what those case. names are, they were our old Twitter, Twitter names, names, Twitter handles. Oops. Yeah. Now Emma's Miss Ketosis and I'm Vitamin E Girl. Once again, Twitter, just let us vibe. The next one was the supplement one. I don't really remember doing that. That was a really lengthy episode. We literally touched on every single supplement. I don't know why we felt the need to go through. Yeah, we could have made seven, seven episodes, episodes out of that one. I remember my parents called me and they're like, damn, you take that much? And I was like, no, we were just talking about supplements. Because we talked about like every health concern. Like stress, sleep, performance. Yeah, that was a... Hormones. How did we do this shit twice a week? Anyways. Then they did the dating app one. That was like so many things in the. Um, we just talked about all of our like bad damn, dating, peculiar experiences. Honestly, since then, bad dates have happened still. Um, I had a bad one the other fucking week. Um, we did a mukbang and happy Zoe. Now, this was a wonderful day. We had to plan it out perfectly. And like, we've thought about so much the planning of this because dealing with the happy Zoe vegan bakery is a it's mess. It's like a whole thing. Getting there, commuting, calling them, and making sure they had a cake. Emma placed a custom order. We, we spent $70 on a cake. Some people still, like, will DM us. Yeah. Like, they see photos of the cakes. I realize we never really posted them on the meme page. God. And so if you want to know, you can DM us. I got the photos. We got some weird-ass green cake. And then what was fun about that episode, too, is that there was a little extra bonus part where she was, like, so excited about her, you know, being the podcast and everything. She's like, I have extra Come back. items for you. We, I have a gift for you. And we were like, what the fuck is this going to be? <laughs> Truly, it was just, like, another, like... Bucket of pastries. Yeah, we each had, like, pastries in our freezer, and it was triggering us. We would, like, eat them for dessert. We'd, like, defrost our cake. I literally was, like, microwaving the yeah. cake and the fucking, yeah, microwave, obviously. I remember we were texting each other, and I'm like, are you microwaving it or letting it dethaw? And I was like, I microwave tasted bad. She's like, oh, shit, I shouldn't do that then. God. And then, yeah, that was a relic. I remember I was in class during that whole episode. Next one, the dust debate. God, this was, like, a user-generated Q&A. It was one, not one of our best ones. I don't know why we're such a hater on it. I honestly will not listen to any of the audios after we publish them because I'm just like cringe. I don't need to hear myself talk. Same. But I don't, it probably wasn't that bad. I'm just very self-critical. Then the wellness is fuck. We just like ranted about like juice cleanses. Pretty easy to rant about. Yeah. The gut microbiome once again got really re- researched like nerdy, but it felt really good to do it because I it think was, it was like, yeah. we knew most of the information, but we just like learned little tidbits there. The stress supplement one was good because we get a lot of questions about that. The fuck burpees, money, dysmorphia, relationship to exercise one. I don't remember what I said in this. A lot about, it was a lot about um, training with your cycle because I remember the infographics for that one. But yeah, I don't know. That one did really well and maybe just people also hate 
have had an issue with exercise. I enjoyed the artificial sweeteners one because I really did not know going into Me too. It, what like artificial sweeteners really. We should really listen. Well, we should really listen to it because I think in the pod we were like stevia is not good for you, and now we drink like an entire case of Zevia a, a day. fucking day. Yeah, we're such converts. Um, then we did the food and climate change ones, which like our favorites probably. I would say yeah. um, just like proud of how much work we put into it and stuff we care about obviously and realizing like we are authoritative like we're not just like two stupid girls like we have really thoughtful yeah opinions 20 tips to be a wellness god i remember we like looked at each other one week like, and we fuck? we were pissed because all these youtubers were just posting very anti-aspirational content it was like i wake up at noon every day and, and then i journal I, and i make my chickpea salad like you guys know you scroll on instagram and everyone's posting a photo of their journal prompts and their lemon water like we've seen that we've been seeing that i don't need to see that shit whenever i make memes and people get butthurt about it it's like i don't need to see your fucking smoothie pour i have seen i have seen the smoothie pours i have seen your fucking i've seen your thick shake i have seen you <laughs> squirt chlorophyll into your water like i get it i've seen you foam roll plenty of times all right you your back i don't know why that's such a trigger i hate it oh so that one is just like a rant because we were like people really also were dming us like what do you guys do in a day how do you grocery shop and i was like ladies <laughs> like y'all are better than this i know it i know you have it in you <laughs> to be better and then we did the love line one, which was like the first like manic. shit posting one. I remember I went over to Emma's apartment and we went to the Loki Amish market. Loki obsessed with the info or with the graphic we made for it. Yeah, great content there. And like the DMs you guys got because we had so many voice memos. The podcast was so long because we were playing them. I remember just like sweating in your apartment. <laughs> I remember sweating too. <laughs> and we had all the Zevia in our bodies. And we had those magnesium gummies. Oh Kate and I God. giving our like totally just like terrible advice. Yeah. Really, I don't think we have not had any positive experiences from dating. Then we had one about immune health because all the COVID anti vaxxers, the adaptogen one, because that's like a subject that I think we like touched on in other episodes. One to a serious one. Then we did the eating disorder one, which was like good for us because I think we really learned about our community there. Um, Backtrack that. Don't even really remember what I said in that episode either. Well, it was all the questions from them. But then after that, that's when we launched Geneva. So that was on oh, March God. 15th, I said before. Um, so that's when we like launched it to the world. I honestly... So how Geneva came to be, you guys are probably curious if you're on the inside. This is like them getting all the insider trading. Which so, a lot of people have enjoyed interest in there. Because in Geneva, we asked for suggestions on episode ideas. And someone was like, I want to know what like truly like what you guys do behind the scenes. Like what you guys do on a day-to-day basis to like, you know, have all of this function. So basically... Well, I was a Glossier rep at high school, and I have a lot of, like, connections from people that had worked there, you know, through the rep program. One of them's named Kim Johnson. Shout out, Kim, if you're listening to the pod. I don't really know if she would be. She was the community manager at Glossier, so she was running all of the reps from Glossier's start to now. And I knew she left Glossier, and she approached me on LinkedIn, and she asked me, like, hey, Kate, I would love to talk to you about, like, community building at some point. And this was supposed to be about my newsletter, my political newsletter, and I was like, bro no I don't I don't want to do this (laughs) like this is not I didn't think I had a community there like I think writing and Emma and I feel this with the podcast it feels very Mm one-dimensional you have an opinion everyone's listening there's no feedback loop and this community platform Geneva which you're all very familiar with is kind of intending to close that loop when it comes to like creators and their like listeners or followers whatever you want to call it 
So I got on a call with Kim and she was like, oh, I'd love to do like something with Gen Z Gov for you, Kate. And I was like, mm, I don't really think people give a shit about government, Kim. I've been trying. No one's paying for my Substack. But at my friend Emma and I have this podcast. And I in that moment of the call, I was like, fuck, this could be cool for the podcast. Because we were frustrated once again. The infographics, the really serious stuff about wellness was not doing well. People, I think, have been like told that information in infographics and it's not appealing. I get it. I'm with you. But the meme page, we were like, we want to know who's liking our memes. Like, who and there f- would be people who would always comment. There would always be people who would like share our like episodes onto their stories. I'm like, who are who, who are, are you? you? Yeah, or I want to get like, to know you. Are people meeting each other in the comment section? And I'm like, what the? Why are we all like having a discussion about lentil pasta? Like, can we <laughs> do this like in a, a way so I can keep track of this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Emma and I have like some usernames of you guys that like are common in our head of like people that would frequently like and comment and DM us. <laughs> yes. So if you've DM'd us we, a lot of shit. We got shit, a list. We got a we list. We definitely know you guys. You're in our naughty and nice list. I'm kidding. Not no naughty list unless you've left us a hate review. Um, <laughs> but then we, I talked to Kim about like maybe this is for the podcast. Like maybe we create some podcast community, like a Discord thing with through Geneva. And she's like, that would be cool. And so Emma and I got on a call with her and we really didn't know if anyone was going to sign up for it. We started like thinking about um, the technicalities of it, like what channels we'd want to have, what people want to talk about. And we're like, well, honestly, on the meme page, like everyone wants to talk about like nut butters and wellness recipes and lifestyle stuff. So let's just start there. And then we also thought it would be a good way to post about the podcast because we also felt like there are people on the meme page that didn't even know we had a fucking podcast and we're like guys why are you following this sub page if you don't know what's going on we got in geneva did really well i remember we had like 400 people sign up the first day i remember we like made the announcement on the meme page and then we potted and we just kept on checking how many people were joining i think once we finished recording our podcast we had like Almost 300 people. We were like, holy shit. Yeah, we're like, who are these people? And then Emma, this is where we went, like, serious mode in, like, the Google Docs. Like, so many folders. Emma and I created a list of, like, prompts we wanted to send every day. We had, like, a very strict, like, weekly schedule because we were afraid no one's going to talk. Everyone's just going to, like, be a passive user. And I think there are, like, some passive users, obviously, because some people were like, what is this? Like, my sister's in Geneva. (laughs) She doesn't fucking post in there. So we wanted to make sure that it was active and people also felt like they were able to talk in it. And I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to fucking post every day. I was like, I want other people to talk. I just want me to, like, sit in the back. But in the beginning, it was like, we need to, like, get this conversation out of people. And I think it was really beautiful if I could have, like, kind of recorded the first moments of it. Because, like, learning the character of people, I think some of you guys that are listening to the podcast, like, some of you guys type in a very distinctive way. And whenever we get messages from you, I'm like, oh, this person said this thing in the wellness thing. Like, that's so funny. And it was really cute, too, because there's in Geneva, we have like the intros and just like everyone would write mm. just like super long beautiful intros about themselves and yeah. like really would even open up about like things that they've dealt with with it's like eating disorder other health implications and then like everyone would like like and comment and be like oh my god welcome i i'm also from this area that you're from or i also dealt with this issue and it was like holy shit like we're really connecting so many people yeah through this platform yeah that week when we launched geneva i think it really felt like a pivot point for us like this is not just a podcast mm-hmm. this is something else um and like we talk about it a lot like eating disorders are isolating like any sort of health and wellness thing is isolating if all your friends go out and drink and it felt like we could visually see it i think we had an inclination in the back of our head with the meme page that like people are liking our memes about freely the banana girl like people have struggled as well but really seeing you guys in geneva interact that point i think we realized wait 
the regions people live in was very interesting to us because the podcast demographics through anchor only show me so much it's like country specific and if there's only one podcast listener in ireland i don't get that data but when you guys started commenting on people's intros like emma was saying i was like holy shit what if like people could meet up somehow and like do something related to health and wellness and like facilitate these like regional meetups which we're still in the process of figuring out logistically with covid um and also since everyone's like very far away but Geneva was definitely a pivot point and I think Emma and I wanted to strike this balance with like being active in it but also like giving you guys the autonomy to control the platform and again it's like truly has like grown and blossomed on its own like we get new members every day and like the conversation's still thriving and, I like, know it's honestly so beautiful yeah and then we did a pod about bloating and then we get into the hot girl summer which we started in March when it was definitely still cold out uh, my seasons are off the way that it's <laughs> May right now I'm like it's already September in my this was brain. when we did Levon. Oh or my Levine God. Bakery. Yeah. Oh my God, girls. Levon, Levine. Then we did a hormones episode because we get a lot of questions about that. And that's something I'm on. I've experienced like losing our period, skin and food. I think we really wanted to like branch out into more of these lifestyle subjects because mm-hmm. we get a lot of questions about like, can you guys talk about like your favorite sustainable fashion brands? I'm like, I can, but not in a podcast. Like text me in Geneva. Text me. What if we gave everyone our phone numbers? I hate texting people. So that would not be I good. wouldn't reply to anyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Girls, you got me in Geneva, though. You can DM us. Then we did a favorites episode because I think we get a lot of questions like, what do you guys eat in a day? And I'm like, girls, I'm not doing that. But I'll tell you what my favorite nutritional yeast is. Yeah, we can get into that. One about regulation, just because, like, that's a huge topic that I think as Emma and I have gotten to product development and thinking about our relationship to that. Hot Girl Summer, we were like, let's just whip open another bad boy. Because um, it's definitely changed in New York. Um, yeah. It's interesting, too, because I think the theme of New York is, like, prevalent in our podcast, but also not so much because we're not, like, people that go out. Like, I think we, we don't hang out in Times Square. Yeah, we hang out with ourselves yeah. <laughs> and, like, go to grocery stores. But there's not really, like, this cultural conversation about, like, what's happening in New York, which is also why I think the podcast does well because there's other podcasts where it's very specific. Like, you have to get the references of the city that the people live in, and I think that goes over listeners' heads yeah. where we're, like, talking about shit that you guys can relate to. Then we did the one about dieting, um, and then we did the one about the wellness industry, which was last week's pod. And now we're here. Now we're here. Crazy times. Um, but then wait, back up, back up, back up. We didn't even talk about beep. Um, what did we talk about? The product, honey. Oh. <laughs> the timeline of when that was. So we did the favorite. Okay. So we did the skin and food one. I don't know how we got in this mindset that we were going to launch a product. I think... I don't really know either. I was like, I thought I knew, but no. Yeah. I think we always knew that we wanted... To not do a podcast create, forever. Yeah, not do a podcast forever. And I think we want Kate and I also are really motivated in the sense of like we don't want to work like a nine-to-five rest of our lives like we really love our schedule and routine that we have for ourselves when we have days off and the way that Kate and I work together it's truly like her and I work manically from like probably like 12 to 3 30 3 45 we part ways we eat our dinner we meet up at like 6 30 we work from 6 30 like to 10 30 that is literally like yeah. that is when we operate the best and like work the best and create the best content and whatever and have the best conversations yeah and I think we knew that, like, okay, why can't we create our, like, own routines and, like, life and 
you know, career path. Right. And the podcast, I think, once again, conversations are limited. Like, our mm-hmm. our position in the wellness space is limited, too. Like, we're not the knowers of... I think anytime you elevate yourself to being, like, I have knowledge in wellness, you have to really question yeah. that. Like, there's also other voices, too. Like, it's pretty pompous to be, like, I just deserve to be a voice in and wellness. And I think it was just, like, a concept that we had, and it was, like, an idea that was floating around, but we never actually took it super seriously. Mm-hmm. I feel like until Geneva, once we sort of pinpointed a consumer problem yeah i think if you guys were tolerant of our voices if you want to go back to listen to the first few episodes about emma and my confidence level in our voices mm-hmm. um really interesting to now i think how much confidence we speak about wellness like we really feel like we have a place in wellness now Psh, in january now i we would be talking about shit knowing much more it's like oh shit sorry the mountain valley almost spilt all over your podcast but it's like any woman, I think, when you go to um, a job interview, you talk yourself down, like, men will apply for jobs they're not qualified for. And I think that's how Emma and I were approaching the podcast, kind of underselling ourselves. Yeah. Um, and with Geneva, really seeing the numbers that you guys were all there, and also seeing, like, the education level of everyone in Geneva, I think that was an issue with podcasting originally. Not an issue, but a challenge. Mm-hmm. Do our podcast listeners know what oat milk is? Do they know what ashwagandha is? Do they know what seed cycling is? We had no idea. We didn't get any fucking demographic. Like, we didn't get any feedback. If we, you guys were with us, we were way overhead. We were talking down to you. Like, we're not explaining, like, nutritional yeast. We're not, in, like, introducing yeah. you guys to that. I'm not going to break down the amino acid profile of like fucking pea protein yeah but also you guys definitely know what tempeh is Mm -hmm. right so like sometimes with memes where we never know which ones are gonna hit because i'm like maybe this is too niche and then the too niche ones fucking fly off the walls i'm like this is crazy that people relate to this Mm -hmm. shit um so after we launched geneva like emma was saying i think we started to see ourselves as like building something more for our community um we kind of said this in the last episode towards the end of it but really like thinking about all the wellness products that we had and thinking about like the limits of that and also thinking about the the biggest I think driving factor for me that I keep referencing is regional diversity about like products you guys had and what everyone had access to and also knowing that our audience tends to be younger um because you know some people would post photos of the ashwagandha they have in their country and then the rodeal in their country and Emma and I started thinking about products from yeah. that point point. I think also like too with wellness it's been you know the narrative is just like you need to take this because it's like a trendy new wellness product or this is like the trendy new diet or whatever. Yeah. And I think there's not much emphasis on like, okay, what do like people actually need? What are people actually seeking out? I think with Geneva, we've realized like, okay, there's really like so much benefit and use with like community first and mm-hmm. like kind of creating product, around, product community. around community. And I think that's sort of really the biggest motivating factor. And I don't think Kate and I would even actually be where we're at in like the stage of development without community yeah no entirely we think about that i mean we've been obviously pitching our product to various people and thinking about our community is definitely the origin story of how we created the product yeah um because we wouldn't really know what you guys wanted we wouldn't know like what's out there and what you guys hate about it and i think that's what we've been most grateful of as we've like thought about the product um i think Emma and i are in a unique situation now where we feel pretty stuck um financially yeah um like we've been saying i mean this is just like full transparency yeah i think it's good to just be transparent like we don't have money we to don't have quit money. our jobs yeah, and we don't know how to go about navigating that space we you know there's i think pros and cons to obviously going and seeking out investor money but there's also some really scary aspects of that especially just being 22 not really knowing yeah that much about space yeah and we also think a lot about like ethics of that Mm -hmm. too like just taking money and then having someone tell you what to do with it 
thinking about like all of it being really cookie cutter and the product and what it looks like. Emma and I, you know, once again, back to these like Google Docs we create manically, (laughs) all of the PowerPoints, all of the Google Docs. I learned product design on this like 3D fucking thing. We know what we want the product to look like. It's just a matter of We know what we want the launch to look like. We literally We know what we want the launch video. We know the Instagram. We have the logo. We have a domain. Like We know what we want the, like, I guess the quote unquote, like, influencer package to look like. We have, like, this whole tech thing we want developed with the product. But, like, it's a pie-in-the-sky dream. And we have, like, like, yeah, we have, like, an entire product roadmap that'll probably take us until, like, 2050. Yeah, literally <laughs> until we're, like, old and, like, just going on long walks <laughs> with each other. But it's an issue with money. And mm-hmm. it's hard to get out of that. Um, something we're navigating now. Maybe we'll look back at this podcast and be like, damn, maybe if you guys would have, bro- like, taken a breath, the next week would have been fine. But once again, like, I think this is a really um like makes sense for you guys too because i think you hear about like oh this founder started a company and then it's like oh their dad had a three million dollar loan he just gave to them like my parents i was telling them like emma and i want to start a company and they're like yeah so how are you gonna get money for that like you and what bank account and i was like true but i think emma and i are so motivated that like we work so well together and i think that's something that i'm really like grateful for with with the pro- the podcast Geneva and like the product is that I think sometimes you hear these stories about founders like oh you they hate each other like bad working dynamic they lose their friendship and like Emma and I have only grown like stronger I yeah think. our friendship has definitely become so strong and Kate and I are always just in the same like mindset, mindset. like yeah, we're in each other's minds very odd and I think yeah Kate and I are have good intuition and we really can sense when something is off and something is needs to be worked on and we have never had any like conflict yeah we've only had conflict when it's like one of us like is like pushing and we're like bro i need to like go to bed and take my magnesium (laughs) like i think it's been a a good thing that we both need to like chill the other one out about like Mm -hmm. how eager we are to work on this how excited we are but it's like grounded us i think in the in the opportunity for this to be like a lifelong thing and i think emma and i have like various amounts of imposter syndrome where we think about people that are 22 our age and they're just like fucking doing ketamine (laughs) in like washington square park and we're in my apartment like taking like supplements at 10 p.m like trying to like batch test products like i truly pack my dinner to work <laughs> i work like nine hours a day then i come over to yeah kate's, i cook in kate's apartment and we are just like manically yeah making batches and samples of potential product that we want and trying and like to googling out, like yeah. where can we get money like we the, were literally like, calling like manufacturer companies yeah god calling manufacturers like thinking about venture capital mm-hmm. shit um thinking about every step of the way where are we going to get all the packaging how is it going to be sourced like the Supply sustainability like what the fuck I was like do we need a chemist like wh- who i was like do i have to sleep with someone that goes to nyu <laughs> that's in the chemistry department like for this launch video who's gonna fucking film it like are we gonna get these bottles from this country like it it's been a, a beautiful i think month what is it been a month it's been a month of the thing it's yeah. been a month yeah um but you know we're, I think, at a point where we're, like, so excited about this growth and really... We will do anything to make it happen. And yeah. I think it's, like, hard because Kate and I also... You know, everything has grown pretty fast. And obviously, when it comes to building an actual brand, you have to, like, take a step back and realize, like, this might take a year. Yeah. Which has, like, been really hard for Kate and I to wrap Like, we've heard that around. from people and we're like, fuck, what do you mean? But, like, uh, we're really convinced that we'll have it up and going in six months. I hope we honestly don't. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it's just... Kate and I really want to be able to dedicate ourselves to this like full time and we are going to do everything in our power to do that. Yeah, this is us to the manifestation girlies. <laughs> we are manifesting this. Um and if you believe in manifestation, please, please for manifest. us. Right. Uh, 
But yeah, I think Emma and I, we maybe feel, I mean, I know personally for me, like I felt like the underdog in some situations in my life and like we kind of had to grow with that sense of identity that like, no, there's no, no is not even an option, you know, and Emma's, no one's telling Emma and I, no. Um, I think along the way we've kind of been told no by some people. We're like, fuck that. No, we're doing it faster and we're doing it this way and y'all can suck our dicks if you don't like it. We really take it as, yeah, motivation to really prove everyone wrong. And I think again, Kate and I, all of our lives, I know for me, like I always have felt like I've had to prove my like identity and worth. I always have felt like, you know, the person in the corner that's always like overlooked. And I think because of that, I have like such a drive Mm -hmm. to like keep my head down, like I know that, like, this summer's just going to be, like, Kate and I sweating our asses off in our, like, fucking apartments, <laughs> eating probably literally potatoes. <laughs> yeah, potatoes and honey. <laughs> potatoes and honey. Because that's all we can afford and, like, maybe God. salmon. Um, But I just know in, like, five years, I'll be so grateful that we did all that and that we spent all that time working on what it is that we're working on. Yeah. And, like, we don't really, I think, have any of that FOMO. And when I joke about it, I'm like, why would I want to be at some rooftop partying with people during a fucking pandemic? Like, what? I want to go to bed. Bitch, I don't want to eat a cheese plate. <laughs> Bitch, like, I don't, I don't want to eat the clandestino cheese plate. I, I don't want to go on a date with a man that can't do basic math. Like, shut up. And Emma and I have just treated each other as our, like, boyfriends. So <laughs> we, we were thinking if people think we're together. <laughs> like, dating each other. People have thought we were twins. Yeah. But dating, I'm sure, I'm sure people have, like, Conspired. <laughs> I always wonder what people fucking say about us in the DMs. We don't need any of our haters inside. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute, though, because some people have DM'd us, like, in my friendship, I'm the Kate, and this my friend is the Emma. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I didn't really think we have any presence, right? Like, that's the other thing I believe, too, with podcasts and stuff, or, like, your favorite brands. Like, they've probably had an article in Into the Gloss or Forbes or something to get some sort of buzz. Like, we haven't gotten really any major press. We don't have anyone sponsoring us in the sense of, like, an ad agency working for us or dealing with partnerships. Like, that's all me emailing and just, yeah. like, typing Kate away. We really probably have, like, eight titles under our name that we do essentially for free and because we love it. And we love and you guys. And for the yeah. Geneva people. And, like, I think Emma and I get hit points where we're like, fuck, I am, like, a community coordinator. I'm a podcaster. I'm, like, a researcher. I am a content creator creator like fuck there's so much weight and i'm not getting paid for it and i think that's where we've hit a breaking point where we're like we want to get paid for this and like make our dreams work um now this is just emma and i like fucking gushing into the void yeah about- just like the conversation that we have had this past month yeah literally like every day when we're just like oh what the fuck like we ask a question about like the product and like the brand and everything and then we're like burdened with a hundred more questions now that we have to solve too we're like what the fuck i didn't think it was gonna get like harder and like emma was saying i think we operate in our own time often where Mm -hmm. like we go to bed at this time and we churn out stuff at our own schedule and then like when someone from the outside world gives us a timeline or gives us like specifics of what we have to do we're like i want it done by tomorrow i'm like i'm not waiting for you i want this right now so who knows maybe we'll publish this pod and next week we'll be like yeah doing something else yeah i i have no idea each day is a different story and i think on the outside it looks like we're just making memes at podcasting which granted we are but there's so much behind the scenes yeah and i think a lot of people don't do this much into their podcast into their content and i think people it, just press record yeah riff. riff don't edit it don't think about like what communities they're impacting Talk about with the what same, they say. The same four topics. Air One, Barry's Boot Camp, <laughs> and fucking, like, East Village Organic. Yeah, god damn it. I wonder if any of our podcast listeners <laughs> listen to that. But yeah, I think Emma and I feel motivated each day, but also, like... Exhausted. Exhausted each day. But I'm hopeful. I feel like in four months, honestly, maybe even in a week, 
I believe big things are going to change for us. Yeah. I think we're going to stumble upon a good a good thing. There's some... Well, end with a corny quote. It's something like, you don't reap the, the, the stuff you planted the day of. It takes time to grow. You know, like when you put the seeds in, you need you don't like... Get, you don't get your pumpkin overnight. Yeah, you don't get the kabocha squash right then. You have to wait for it to You don't get the grow. tomato vine. <laughs> but Emma and I are so used to just throwing our sweet potatoes in the microwave for radiation that we're like, this should take four minutes. Not 40. Fuck. <laughs> That's like a perfect metaphor for the entire <laughs> scope of this fucking thing. God. God damn it, girlies. Um, yeah, you know, Emma and I have a fun little thing we're doing this week. Um, I got invited to some influencer. Emma and I are getting a dinner date. We're getting a dinner date tomorrow. Yeah, we get to have our CEO dinner. We get to travel to Upper Manhattan for 50 minutes on the subway. Yeah, we get a private intimate diner, diner, dining experience, a wine tasting. You're going to see it on Instagram. Maybe we'll post on CMOS girlies. I don't know if they would want that. (laughs) The meme crowd following their account. We'll see what the vibes are tomorrow. Yeah, but we're going to be girl bosses and treat ourselves and yeah, legs up and just like vibe for that. (laughs) finally have someone cook a meal for us god i know i mean i i think strategically if you're too scared to go on dates with men this summer good on you or girls or anyone in between the gender spectrum take your friend on a date and just act like you're each other's significant others boom problem solved problem solved you don't have you don't have to bet a bad bedtime you don't have to think about like ooh, my sec no just go on a date with them so go on a date with them and Close and off. get back to us with the results. Yes. <laughs> um, so with that, that is episode twenty nine. Six months in the six months in the making. Yeah, I, 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 it's weird. I actually can't think about life before podcasting, which is like fucked up because I hate people like I'm a podcaster. I don't remember life pre pod. Like, what was I doing in November? I don't know Girl. how I operated. Girl, like I don't know what we were doing. What would we do when we hung out together? That's the weirdest thing. We would, just walk. we would just walk and drink coffee <laughs> and eat Zoe. And now we kind of do that, but now we eat salmon. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Wow, we need to go back to Zoe's one time. Yeah. What if we worked out of there? Honestly. We've been thinking about places to work out of. Yeah. <laughs> we've been like, maybe Kate and I just like get part-time jobs at like some shitty coffee shop and just work together there. So that no one knows. No one knows. And then we can just like work on our stuff while we're at the coffee shop. And get paid and then somehow we'll have money. Yeah. this is where our brain goes yeah Yeah. okay well hope y'all are you know drinking on a zevia your calm magnesium maybe you're getting your coffee and who knows what time you guys listen to this yeah who knows hopefully you have some chlorophyll in your body if you're able to secure it i don't know if there is still a shortage or not (laughs) um but i'll see y'all in geneva i'll see you on the meme page i'll see you in the dms get us to 10k on the meme page and i'll love you with forever thanks for listening to what the fuck is cmos (laughs) 